D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan. All right. Welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. Compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Every week we each bring a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content and scoring it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our charisma modifiers to convince one another that our baby is better. And I am Dan. And I'm Garen. And I have the best baby. That's the end of my sentence. What is a baby turtle called? Is there a name for it? Turtling. Turtling. Well, this, is a, this would be a tortling then. Uh, we are all about the turtles. Uh, in this level 8 creation that we're doing this week. So we're still pulling from the Player's Handbook, Volo's Guide to Monsters. Not really so much Volo's Guide to Monsters because that's racist. So really we're just dealing with the Player's Handbook here uh, and maybe a little bit of Elemental Evil uh, Player's Companion. Wizards released the Tortle as a addition to the Tomb of Annihilation campaign setting and all proceeds from the PDF download, which you can get at DriveThruRPG, goes towards Extra Life Charity money for kids you should definitely buy it it's a fantastic pdf we'll talk more about that a little bit later but dan and i have each made a turtle we don't know what class we're making no well we don't know we don't know what class the each other has made i'm well aware of what i made (laughs) so what do you have this week now i I need you to bear with me on this and then those of you listening at home because this is going to sound very cliche but i had to go this way this is a young turtle that as a as a turtling had three turtling brothers and they were raised in a monastery and taught martial arts. <laughs> he was the runt of the litter, a bit of a goofball. But the three brothers, while valiant, while high ideals of taking down villains, just didn't have it in them to go out there into the world and to really make any sort of difference. And they gave him a hard time for being a little bit different when he was a tortling. And it kind of wore on him. He wasn't able to let it roll off his shell very much. Well, wait, now, let me ask you, speaking of roll off the shell, I just briefly interrupt you. Would his sensei, when he was meeting, you know, in this, you know, learning kung fu or whatever he was doing, would he say turtle wax on, turtle wax off, or is that... That would be very offensive to turtles. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. No, no, okay. No, and, and, and the sensei would never do that. Okay. No, oh. no, no, no. This because, isn't like Karate Kid. Well, you don't disrespect when you're in this monastery. The oh. way of the shadow, Oh, mind oh. you. Oh. These are these are serious situations. Sounds like it. You know, these these tortlings were being brought up to make difference in the world, to knock over tyrants and change the balance of things. And his three tortle brothers just didn't hack it. So he went out on his own and within a few years when he was a tween, which is a tortle teen, he managed to bring down a local mob boss of an underworld and established himself as that mob boss leader. He did for it by a while. himself. He did. He assassinated him in the night. So he's kind of bad. He's kind of a bad guy. He is a little bit of a bad guy, but he is not evil. He sees no real black and white answers to anything. He knows that there must be justice and there must be balance in the world, but he doesn't think justice is being a good guy, a hero. Okay. He's lawful neutral. His name is Weck, and he is a way of the shadow monk that uses nunchaku as his weapon which from now on i'm gonna call it by the very very american nunchucks or numchucks if i feel like it (laughs) that's whack and he's brought it yeah you're right that's whack all right (laughs) that character is whack all right well then who do you have i have yog trimble 
Yogg was born the offspring of a soldier and his wife in the midst of the great swamp conflict between the Baliwogs, Yuan-Ti, lizard folk, and the Tortles. They were combating for the same land, and despite the Tortles maintaining their ground at the, the conclusion of this conflict, Yogg's father died in battle before Yogg was ever born. You know what? I remember all of this from the Ken Burns documentary, if you want to just skip over it. <laughs> so growing up, Yogg was an only child, tasked with hunting for food for he and his mother to eat, but... Yog, and so Yogg became an expert archer, a steady hand, while he remained virtually invisible to his prey. He hunted mostly jackals, swamp wolves. Uh, what is a swamp wolf? You're not familiar. I thought you watched the documentary. I must. I must have been. I must have been looking at my phone at that point. Can you describe physically describe a swamp it's wolf like to me? A, it's like a wolf, but they've got webbed. Really? Yeah, swamp wolves. You but gotta, just like fur or like matted fur. Gotta, what is it? They're in the player's handbook. No, you they're not. Look, no. look it up. Um, you know, lizards, bollywog that remained from the swamp conflict, but they were all easy prey due to their low intelligence. So he learned to become an expert of the swamp uh, where he reigned supreme, uh, knowing the ins and outs of all the hiding spots. He also became quite adept with the local flora, being able to cure poison conditions and other local diseases with relative ease. His mother recently has fallen ill with a rare disease that he's never seen before, and he believes that it's of a of a powerful magic origin. Ooh, what is it doing to her? Uh, she's starting to. Uh, she has really bad gas. Uh huh. Uh, smells like corpse. Corpse. Corpse farts. Corpse farts. Oh, it's a bad condition. It looks magical. Corpse farts. Oh, when you Dutch oven that inside of a turtle shell, it's even worse. <laughs> it's yes. So after much research, he Yogg has decided that he wants to venture off to the nearest merchant capital in search of an apothecary or an herbalist that can concoct a healing serum. He knows that this will need some sort of intimidating accomplice for his journey and actually decides to befriend his usual prey, uh, a wolf named Jake. Oh, the swamp wolf came back. He has a swamp wolf companion? Yes, uh, Jake is his name. Jake? Yep, and that'll be his ride or die on this journey. So that is Yogg. He is a level eight ranger turtle. Mm-hmm. And he is a lawful good, my lawful good little man. All right, buddy. Well, we're going into our turtle battle now. And we're going to start with melee, plus two to minus two. Got the persuasion check. We want to use it. I believe I went first last time. I don't remember. Dan, what does Yogg have in melee? He's a ranger. I'm going to guess not a lot. I'm going to argue a plus one. I have a plus one to strength. Uh, I get two attacks per turn. I'm proficient with my whip, which is uh, I get plus six on attack rolls, dealing out 1d4 plus three slashing damage. Uh, I have two daggers. I get plus six on attack rolls with those as well. I also have Jake that gets an attack. He gets plus four to attack rolls and deals out 2d4 plus two piercing damage. Mm. So I get two attacks, and I also have Jake that does For the attack. fan fiction, is Jake spelled J-A-K-E? Oh, yeah. This is American Jake. Okay. American Jake. American Jake. He's from the bayou. That's a plus one. That is definitely a plus one. You're being very honest with yourself. I am... Which means that I probably could argue to plus two, but go ahead. You probably could have argued <laughs> a plus two. I would have considered it, but it's beside the point. Right. Or beyond. And I am getting a plus two on this. You are. Okay. I am. I am because Weck at level eight has automatically two attacks, unarmed attacks, if he wants to take unarmed attacks. Which and is 1d4 plus. They are 1d6 at that point. Ah. 1d6 plus four because he uses a strength modifier or dex. His strength is higher. We'll get to that later. Decent. So 1d6 plus four. So that is a potential 20 damage. He also can take an unarmed strike as a bonus action. So that's a potential 30 damage. He could take two unarmed strikes if he spends one key point. So that's a potential 
40 damage in one turn. That's a plus two. Point of order. I think I think they can actually do more because if you can do, if you get two attacks, you have, you have martial arts, don't you? Yeah. So you can do two attacks. So that's potential for 20, 40, and then you can spend a key point. You can do you can do 60. That's a lot. So you just gave me the plus two then? I won't even edit this conversation out. Isn't that right? It's hard to keep track of sometimes. Weck is just blasting him out. You know? He's well, not yeah, even I mean, it. it's a plus two. He's if, all if palms. A, if a monk is nothing else, it's it's plus two. That was my point. We'll tighten that up in post. <laughs> uh, Moving on to range. Now, you know how I feel about ranged. I don't care for it. And... I think you did last episode. I don't know. I have darts, which are very low damage. I also have deflect missiles, which I believe you were... Cloud of Distant Rain was all about his deflect missiles. So I believe I deserve a zero on this just because I can return fire a little bit. Minus one. I, I think I made myself very clear <laughs> that deflect no, missiles, have... I can return fire right. just as a reaction. That's not even my action. Correct. And then I can throw a dart if I want later. Wow, the dart. Yeah. Yeah, that's still a minus one. <laughs> and that's, and What's your that, dex modifier that's there? That's a very fair answer. You know what? My dex is a two. It's plus two? Modifier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's still a minus one. I am arguing a plus two. I'm a ranger after all. And uh, I'm proficient with the long long bow as well as the heavy crossbow. I get two attacks per turn, plus eight to attack rolls. 1d10 plus three piercing damage on the crossbow. Wow. Yeah. You get those two attacks now. Yep. All right, that's a plus two. Sure we can is. We can fight other battles later we on. We sure can. A monk's going to get the melee. A ranger's going to get the range. And I'm going to tell you something. Burninating is not something that I'm going to go ahead and fight with you. I will take a minus two here. You take a minus two. Yep. You go right but into I, it. I'm not going to mess around with that. I'm actually going to give you a hard time on burninating. Because let me, let me start my argument with this. I have no magic damage. Spells. Same here. I do have key empowered strikes though yes you do every strike i do counts as magic damage so i think i deserve a zero if you expend a key point no all of my strikes all of my unarmed strikes count as magical damage for the purpose After six level correct isn't yes it? for the purpose of getting over any sort of prevention against non-magical attacks i thought you had to expend a key point for that but that's i, I will take your word for it that's pretty cool so that's a zero because uh, i'm doing yeah, because, all of that damage yeah yeah that's a zero all right. Yep. And I think that's me being generous because that's still all that melee damage. Yeah, because I was going to say that should have really played into melee because uh, it, when I was uh, the paladin and I had spells that were required for a melee, uh, they did not count for burninating. So I think I mean, if you go back and listen to our episodes, we're very inconsistent as to how do we argue any of these topics. Yeah. But it's all about living in the moment. Okay. And right now, yeah. that's yeah. where I want to live. <laughs> you got it. Because I got that point. Yeah, you got it. So for control, I'm arguing a plus two. This is Ooh. an extensive list. I can detect poison and disease. Um, so I can sense presence and location of poisonous creatures, poisons, and diseases within 30 feet. I get no slowdown on difficult terrain. I have the skulker feet, which means that I'm able to hide when only lightly obscured. It does not give away my position when I miss a shot. I have hold breath as a turtle, uh, which means that I can hold my breath for up to one hour. I have the, uh, I'm a wanderer, as of course uh, most rangers are. Uh, I have memory of maps and terrain, excellent memory of these things. I have the animal friendship spell, which uh, I can charm a beast with an intelligence of three or less on a failed wisdom save. I have favored enemies, which are the Wanti, Bullywog, wizard folk, and troglodyte creatures. It gives me advantage on survival checks against them as well as intelligence checks to get info about them. I have primeval awareness, uh, which allows me to expend a spell slot to detect all creatures within one mile of me in my preferred terrain. That's a plus two. Huh? What? Yep, plus two. What was what were you were you reading like a shopping list? Uh no, just an extensive control 
the extensive control of Yogg. If you were trying to control the energy of this conversation, you've done it by sucking the life out of me. Yes, uh, you can have your plus two on that. I'm also going to get a plus two. We'll run down for you quick. Shadow Step, Stunning Strike, Grappler, which is my feet. Oh, man, I have such a feet fetish. I love feet. And Step of the Wind, Evasion, Stillness of the Mind. Uh, shadow Step, I can teleport from shadow to shadow. Stunning Strike, I can actually use a key point to try and stun my opponent. Step of the Wind, I can use a key point to, cash, to use dash or disengage as a bonus action. Evasion, I can take no damage instead of half damage from a successful deck save. And Stillness of the Mind, I can stop myself from being charmed or frightened. So a few of those things are tankiness. Uh, a lot of that is battle control. I'm going to make you roll for the plus two. And I am going to roll for the plus two, because I really feel strongly about this plus two here. Yeah, because you had an extensive list, but a lot of that is tankiness. So uh, I actually have a negative one modifier to my charisma. Let's see you get that Weck, 17. Weck is not a friendly guy. I'm going for that. i got to get an 18 or more. <laughs> this is that nat 20. This is when it's happening. Oh, I didn't get it. Okay, yeah, it's so a 13 I get a plus one. minus one. So I get a plus one then. Yes, you do. All right, all right, all Moving right. Moving along. What do you got for tankiness, bro? Well, we're both going to be on very similar pages on this, because... Tortles have natural armor of 17, which yep. is an awesome AC. I also have 80 hit points because I have a plus two con. I have patient defense, which allows me to use a key point to cast dodge as a bonus action, which means I have a disadvantage on attacks against me when it's not my turn. And I have the shell defense, which I'm sure you were gonna bring up as well, where I can have plus four to my AC by pulling all of my body inside my shell. What are you arguing? Plus two. Uh, I'm going to show you why you're a plus one. I, oh. have, I have an AC of 17, 96 total health points. That's a lot of health. Yeah. Well, you've got a D10, don't you? Yeah, shell defense, so uh, plus four to AC while Where does your shell. bow go when you pull your arms inside your shell? That just that just pops out. Because if you did that to me, I would just take your I would take your bow and leave. And then your ranger is in trouble. Cure wounds, mm -hmm. and I also have this swamp wolf that has 32 health points as well. Plus two. He doesn't count towards your health points. He's my creature. I, I command him, so yeah. You're going to command him to stand in front of you and take hits? I you can. monster. I can. A swamp wolf is a noble beast. It's all of a sudden, you're an expert on yes. swamp wolves. Oh my gosh. You ever run your hands down a swamp wolf's hackles on the back of its neck? Hackles? Yes. All right. It's Oh, it's beautiful. Cool. Your fingers get stuck in the mud. I'm still getting that plus two. How dare you make him stand in front of you? I'm making you roll just because you put your swamp wolf in front of you. That's what I'm using my roll on. Get your 17. What oh. are you arguing for? A plus one? Yes. Bullcrap. You didn't get it. No. I have a negative that, one. That's because you did that to your swamp wolf. I rolled a 10 and I got a minus one modifier. That's a nine. Okay. Jake, I love you. Come hang out with Weck. He'd be a friend to you. All right. What do you have? For, what, do you, what do you do for your friends? Because you obviously let your wolf die. I have uh, pass without a trace, lesser restoration, cure wounds, detect poison and disease, and then of course difficult terrain does not slow down my entire party. And then I also say that Jake's extra attack helps the party because this is my creature taking damage, dealing out damage on behalf of the party. So anyway, plus two. Ugh, Jake should be your friend. He is my, my friend. creature, my tool. He is my friend. You also have Cure Wounds. Did you even mention Cure Wounds for I your did. friends? I did. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, just checking that you did. <laughs> That's a plus two. Yeah. I also have Pass Without a Trace. Okay. It's part of my... I can spend key points to cast it. I can also spend key points to cast Silence, which creates no sound, and you're thinking, well, that's probably more like Smooth Operator, but it grants immunity to thunder damage. If you're within the silent 
era. Yeah, relevant area. to only thunder damage. All right, yes. Cool. Those. So what are you arguing? That guy with thunder wave doing nothing. I can also grant give myself or my friends dark vision. I'm arguing a one. No, zero. No, zero at most. At most. Yeah, you've got pass without a trace. Uh huh. Immunity to thunder damage. It doesn't very that specific is, situation. Yeah, super specific. And then the other was. I can give my friends dark vision. <laughs> yeah, negative one is what I'm arguing. That's a zero. No, you negative said zero one. before. No, negative one. We all heard him say zero before. Roll for it. Negative one. I already rolled. Oh well, negative one is what you're getting. <laughs> give me the zero. Yeah, fine. That's that is ugh. no negative one. Give give me the, the, I wrote it down. One. I wrote it down. We're moving on. Ability balance. I'm arguing a one. <laughs> I have a strength of eighteen, a dex of fourteen, a con of fourteen, an intelligence of eight a wisdom of 16, and a charisma of 8. So this is not a perfectly balanced character. I'm very I'm very aware of that. But I have great stats where they count. So that's why I think I still deserve a 1. And I have an 18 on strength. Your balance is kind of whack, to be honest. <laughs> um, but the plus 1 is warranted. Yeah. All right. Then what are you arguing? Plus 1. Oh boy, uh, we're, not, we're not making this hard. Yeah, so strength of 12, dex of 16, constitution of 14, intelligence of 12, wisdom of 14, charisma of 8. I have six proficiencies. My spellcasting modifier is wisdom, so I get the plus 2. The reason it's not a plus 2 overall, what I'm arguing is because my charisma is 8. Uh, so that will come into play in the smooth operator. Yeah, but the, your spellcasting modifier is wisdom, right? Correct. Oh, okay. Well then, uh, yeah, you you've almost been able to might have been able to sway me on a plus two on that, but that's the that's beside the point. You wanted a one, you get a one. What is your smooth operator? I'm arguing it's zero. I have animal friendship. Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah! No! Yeah, because you can you can actually make somebody as a, a you know with a an intelligence of three. But as soon as Jake talks to them, he's gonna be like, "This guy makes me stand in front of him." Jake can't talk. Oh. Swamp wolves. So you're talking to everybody talk. else except Jake. Animal friendship, intelligence jerk. of three or less. I can make them my friend. That that changes things. Uh, well, changes plus six, what? The house cat? Well, it's it's smooth. It's a smooth way of operating. That's for sure. Plus six to stealth. I have the skulker feet, as I mentioned. Plus three to sleight of hand. I also have pass without a trace. And the reason that I'm not arguing anything higher than a zero is I have a negative one charisma modifier. I think that's a really fair argument. That's a really <laughs> solid zero. You you. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I was gonna come in and say I think that's a negative one, but I can't even. Yeah. I can't. I can't follow through with that. No. Uh, but I'm arguing a plus two. Let's hear it. Because I have minor illusion as a cantrip. I can cast darkness. I have hold breath, which you mentioned before. I have slow fall as a innate. What monk. does hold breath have to do with this? I can go under the water for a minute to get out of a situation. An hour. An hour. An hour. Like I said, an hour. I can swim through all the sewers if I want to to get out of a situation. Weck probably has. He's a criminal. I also have proficiency in stealth. I have proficiency in acrobatics. I have proficiency in deception, which is low. It's only a two on perception, but it is good considering I have an eight for charisma. You have a a turtle that is trained in martial arts and proficient Uh in acrobatics. This is a teenage mutant ninja turtle. I'm positive. He is an adult. He is an adult. When he was a teenage mutant ninja... When he was a teenage... Ninja Turtle. Yeah, he's not a mutant. I mean, he's he's a natural race. Sure. When he was a teenage, regular raced Ninja Turtle, he took over a crime syndicate. Now he's an adult, and he's on to new adventures. I also have Shadow Step, which means I can teleport in the shadows. I think this is a plus two. 
Eh. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Aggressive charisma, I'm going negative two. I have a strength of plus one. That's all I got. Wow. Wow. It's nice that you brought up the strength of plus one, though. Well, I just, you know, I have something. It's good that you said something. I have I, it. Uh, I'm arguing a plus two. Of course. On this. Because I have stunning strike. And I am using a... With my grappler feet. Now, let me talk to you quickly about grappler. I have advantage on attacks of creatures that I have grappled. I can try to pin a creature, which would restrain both me and that creature once they're grappled. And large creatures can't automatically break my grapple. This is what Weck does. He sneaks up behind you, and he grapples you. He's broke, he's broke some necks this way, but he also uses a special maneuver. Now, I've taken this maneuver from Beyond Damage Dice by James Hake on cobaltpress.com. If you haven't downloaded the Beyond Damage Dice supplement, you should. It's, I believe it's only three bucks, and it gives you a bill, it gives you different things you can do with your weapons that you already use. Agreed, I, I really like that supplement. Now, James Hake went on to do two bonus supplements for monk-specific weapons that are free on the site. You can read them right now. And this one is called Chain Garot, where you actually wrap the chain of the nunchucks around their neck and suffocate them. If I get it around their neck, they have disadvantage on attacks against me, and they can't breathe or speak. If I surprise them, they start suffocating. They get rounds equal to their constitution. If they're suffocating, they didn't get a breath in. So rounds equal to their constitution. So if it was my guy, that would be two rounds. After two rounds, they drop to zero hit points. So he basically strangles people to death from behind him. This is my spitting fire. And Dan, as I mentioned, I did this for a reason, because I love the Ninja Turtles. I play Ninja Turtles with my daughter almost every day at home. We have all the weapons. And now, right here in the studio, I'm going to take out my Michelangelo nunchucks. He really, really does have toy nunchucks. And I'm going to put on it's a getting, fantastic display of nunchucks until getting, you grant me the plus two. It's, it's getting dangerous in here. Give me the plus two. Um, I was going to I was gonna argue disqualification for using materials that weren't approved, but I'm fearing my safety. Plus two. Thank you. Wow. I really need to bring that props. That was impressive, wasn't it? I need to bring props. Were you intimidated? Absolutely. All right. Whoa. You're in shock. Yeah, that was... Because Wet came back hard on that this That was one. dangerous. Wow. All right. Now, I think I've made my point very clear as to why you want to play Yeah, Wet. that was good. I'm not X even going to talk about X-Factor because that was kind of all-encompassing. Uh, Do so, you have an X-Factor for your guy? Well, sure. So I'm, I'm just going to go into a little bit of, you know, my philosophy with this whole podcast and our whole operation here. You know, we, we kind of emphasize not optimized. You know, I'm, I'm playing the original Ranger. I'm not doing the Unearthed Arcana revision because I think it's a little bit too overpowered. I'm also, I also chose a class that is not exactly explicitly suitable for this race. Um, there's a couple clear options that you can use for this race. Uh, I think we both agree that Cleric would, would be great here in this specific Turtles class. would be a great Cleric. Cleric. I mean, I wanted to make it so bad, but so this, if you're not looking for a specifically optimized Turtle, but it's still a, a pretty uh, cool option, obviously not the most powerful, but a good option. And you didn't even mention Jake the Swamp Wolf. Right. He's you a, don't care about him. No, he's you an don't deserve him. He's an afterthought. He is. All right. Well, we are at the scores. And to the surprise of nobody listening to this, because everybody's probably making their Ninja Turtles, yeah. Weck has beat Yogg 8-5. to five. We're back to a tie again. Things swapped around. Yeah. But I won 8-5. to five, And I I love Turtles. This is fun. These are these were fun guys to make. Uh, and I'm going to go back to the Wait, video. Wait, are, are you the kid in that YouTube video? 
I like tortles. I love tortles. Because I love tortles. <laughs> I love them. Great. No, that's All right, great. I, don't, I don't have to back down to you. I love tortles. Just don't bring the nunchucks back out. I'm fine with They're right over here on the ground. I will pick them up if you start to pick at me again. You take your tortles, man. You guys download that PDF. The maps are fantastic. There's, you could find out where turtles come from. They mapped out their island. They've got a whole city in there. Ahoy Hoy, which is a very fun name for a city. Check it out. And I, I will once again plug uh, Beyond Damage Dice from Cobalt Press. Uh, I caught you off guard with that one. You really, those, it's a fun supplement. I was going to call disqualification because it wasn't part of the player's handbook or any of those other things that we mentioned. But man, they really do some great stuff. Uh, and I'll plug it one more time. It's just, please go. It's worth the $3 or 4 bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. It's it really good supplemental material there. Well, that about does it for episode 8. Oh, we're very excited about episode 9, though. Because we're going to be making our first evil characters. Yeah, so we're going to be using the uh, Dungeon Master's Guide uh, in the two sub, the two evil subclasses that they offer there. Uh, Garen will take one, I will take the other. There are only two, so you could probably guess who they are before that episode airs. But uh, I'm still excited to make those. Absolutely. But uh, that about does it for episode eight. Turtles, I love them. <laughs> uh, and you know, as we uh, always say, it does not have to be optimized. As long as it's fun. Take care, guys. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.